Rolling, for rolling, recording. Rolling. It is February 16th, 2023. <coughs> that was Bob serenading us with um, Rolling Rawhide. Yes. Yes, I'm... the Rawhide. I like the Blues Brothers version of Rawhide. Good stuff. Uh, on the prayer list, uh, Mimi is continuing to heal. She's asking for prayer for strength and healing. I think she had a gallbladder operation. Reverend Davis, I have not heard from them. Um, I hate to bother them with the phone. Uh, I guess I will soon just to check in. Marcos, salvation for his son. His name's Marcos as well. Our friends, uh, Marta and Charles, the young man Sebron for the custody situation with his children. Vassy and Linda, John and Ruby. People in East Palestine, Ohio. Um, very strange things going on there. and We'll talk a little bit about that probably. The people in Turkey and Syria um, trying to recover from this earthquake. And the number, there's tens of thousands of people dead. There's just broken hearts everywhere. Mm. Yvonne and Daniel, her husband, and uh, Larry, their son, prayer for them. Yvonne particularly get a job somewhere closer that she doesn't have to drive around so much. And, uh, Larry would look for a job to come back this way. I think he's in Pittsburgh, which Pittsburgh's kind of in the line of fire from that rail accident up there. Well, I don't think it was an accident. Well, let me say that. We'll talk more about it. Um, Yvonne and um, Daniel Perry, their son Larry, he's a football coach at one of the universities in Pittsburgh. Okay. But, uh, I think he wants to come, come back this way. Now, there is a revival in Wilmore, Kentucky, and this is a real one. This is not like one of those Todd Bentley freak shows where Satan's in charge. This thing is really a revival. The Todd Bentley thing, the one, one of Wilmore. It's a and it's Asbury University. It's kind of a non-denominational seminary. I don't know. I couldn't find anything on them as to you know what they. Well, actually, yeah, Wesleyan Methodist is where they started, but they say non-denominational now. Anyway, um, it just took off, and people are coming from all over the country and even the world. Some people came in from Singapore, probably followers of Joseph Prince, I'll bet, which I like Joseph Prince. Um, yeah, he's got a mega church and all that, but he's not like Osteen, you know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Osteen. Somebody put a meme up for him for Valentine's Day, and he's looking at the definition context on a on a dictionary page, and he's saying, "You must be context. I'd like to take you out." Because <laughs> he takes all these bottles. I don't remember. It may have been. They've they've really been batting a thousand mm-hmm. lately. Real good stuff lately. Uh, the best one was. Scared child asks mama to look under the bed for Madonna. And had a picture of Madonna from that Grammy Award thing looking like just some kind of a demented, you know, morphed freak. I didn't even know who she was. No. Horrible. No. Horrible. Just straight out of hell. All right. 
Uh, Bob's children, grandchildren. I don't, I don't have, have any no grandchildren. That you know of? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just usually pray for children, grandchildren. Um, salvation. Other unsafe family members. Pray for the situation in Ohio. The folks in Europe. And these people in our government to either get saved or get out. Jerry's praying for America and for the body of Christ. And um, Eric, Rex, Ted, Susan, Wright, and family. The unsaved. Ray, for him and Judy. And she had a successful operation on her gallbladder. Doing well. And uh, good to know. Um, we give God the glory for that. We've been praying about that. Salvation for those who need it. We need to get out of the Ukraine. That's that's for sure. We got videos on there now that a lot of the Ukraine soldiers are going around doing the Hitler salute. It's really messed up. It is really messed up what's going on there. Um, you know, it's... Um, I think you ought to see Mitch McConnell over there. Sure, they should. <clears throat> they should. Um, trying to fix something here on my Facebook page. Um, yeah, somebody underneath a vehicle, I forget where it was, Roanoke News reported about it. Sawing off a catalytic converter. Did you see that? The person was sleeping in the car. I had had the seat back. I guess he didn't think he's anybody in the car. And I, the, the dude wakes up and like, what the heck's this? He starts the car up and takes off and kills the dude underneath the car. And um, oh, it was a woman that was asleep in the car. Oh, okay. So and she and he killed the guy. Yeah. yeah. So I said. Yeah. She said. She put started the car. Put it in gear, and I guess she was. I mean, I can understand if you're yeah. scared to death. Yeah. And uh, she punched the gas and heard the, a bump, and it felt a bump. It's melon, melon time. Killing. They swiped the uh, catalytic converter off the Oscar Mayer Wiener wagon. Yeah. Now, Is that right? Yeah. I had not heard that. Museum. Well, there's more than one of them. Yeah, I saw one in Florida several times. Oh, right often, actually. I was surprised. I saw one go up down the interstate here one day. Yeah. Year. Yeah, they're, most of them are built on like those old Oldsmobile 98s, the big old long vehicles. Um, let's see here. I'm trying to get this picture posted. I didn't get it last week. I didn't get it on the Facebook. A lot of people watch that Facebook and they pray with us for these that are on the list yeah let's see what i'll try again and should be there um open up to amos chapter 3 verse 7 let's go ahead and um I read the prayer list. We did not yet pray, right? Right. 
just bow our heads and fist bump. Bob's your hand good? It's yeah. getting better. Okay. And Lord, we do thank you for healing when we need it. The way your grand design, the human body, uh, gets well. And sometimes, Lord, we know that we have so much faith in so-called modern medicine that we take you out of the equation. And uh, that's not right. We know that. And we just thank you that you are the great physician. We lift these up that have been mentioned tonight on the prayer list, these causes, concerns, people, things that they all need. And let us do right by you, God, in our study. Teach us, Lord, by your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amos chapter 3. <clears throat> It's verse 7. This is a good verse to know. It says, Surely the Lord God will do nothing, but he revealeth his secret unto his servants, the prophets. He won't do anything unless he tells through his prophets what he's going to do. Now, when we get into the New Testament, we see that Satan is uh, presenting himself as God in the uh, in the temple during this tribulation period. It's I think we're right on the threshold of. <clears throat> Make sure I'm still recording. I am. Um, <clears throat> he uh, is a counterfeiter. He wants to do what God does. He wants to be like the Most High, as we see in. Uh, Isaiah 14. Uh, he, uh, those are the famous, or I should say infamous, I wills. He's going to be like God, like the Most High. Pretty sure it's in 14. So, verse 12 of Isaiah 14 says, How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? It's interesting on that Lucifer, here in the King James, is the first place anybody can tell that that name shows up. Um, and it means light giver, light bearer. Um, actually, the planet Venus has been called that because it's bright. But uh, Satan here is called Lucifer. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of morning? How art thou cut down to the ground which didst weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thy heart, I will ascend into heaven. That's the first I will. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation and the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. I think that's five I wills. <clears throat> five is the number of division. And it's... Um, 
One of the reasons this kind of causes me, let's go to New Testament Gospel of John chapter 5. I wasn't going to do this, but I want to just throw this in. John chapter 5. What's that? Yeah, they call it, they call it what? Um, I forget what, I'll tell you what it is. It just says son of the morning, sun, that's morning right. star. Morning sun star. Of the dawn. Yeah, the actual Hebrew does say that. And I know a lot of KJV only people get real upset about seeing son of uh, um, the light. Or, um, let me see here. I got a non-inspired right here. Well, also, uh, Satan always tries to copy. So Jesus is called. Well, that, exactly. Star. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. You know, morning star. How have you fallen from heaven? Uh, the word Venus, I put in my notes. Lucifer in the KJV. Oh, morning star. You know. And it sounds like the word Lucifer means loosened or light or. <clears throat> light giver. Light bearer. means. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the uh, chemicals in those uh, so called COVID vaccines, and I guess it was Pfizer's patent, it may have been Moderna's patent, maybe both of them. Um, Lucifer. Luciferase, luciferase is supposed to uh, help the stuff show up when it's under magnification and it's supposed to be a little bit brighter. I don't know. It's a real mess. I mean, uh, people have been sorely harmed by that stuff. Uh, John 5. Let's see. It's um, just started to beginning. It says, After this there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. <clears throat> I think the number five there is significant. And these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, of blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water for an angel an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water and whosoever then first after the troubling of the water stepped in was made whole of whatever disease he had and a certain man was there which had an infirmity thirty and eight years and when Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case, he saith unto him, Will thou be made whole? The evident man answered him, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool. But while I am coming, another steppeth down before me. Jesus saith unto him, Rise, take up thy bed, and walk. And immediately the man was made whole, and took up his bed, and walked, and on the same day was the Sabbath. Um, An angel. For an angel, verse 4. This is going to have to be a bad angel. One of God's angels wouldn't do this. That's my opinion. But uh, we've got that number 5 at this thing. um, 
And when you see that number in the Bible, think of Satan and his five I wills. Jesus said, from here on out to be five in the household, three against two, two against three. It's a number of division. Think of what a cruel thing with all of these people needing to be healed. And just, you can just imagine this, I believe, fallen angel getting a big old laugh out of causing people to fight, to step on top of each other. He's been there for 38 years. I wonder how often the angel would come down. I don't know. Uh, it, I, I said that he'd been in that paralytic position for 38 years. But he was probably in his 50s because the reason he was there is because he sinned. Because Jesus said, go and sin no more. Or yeah. come worse on you. Flies in that yeah. cup now. Well, he's in the cup. Do you think that person who made it down to the water was healed? Um, yeah, I think so. That's what it says. And they wouldn't have kept hanging out there if they didn't see it working. Uh, Satan can afflict. We, we have that it's in Luke 13. You know, Jesus talked about this woman, that, a spirit of infirmity that Satan had bound her up all those years. Yeah, he can do that. And that's how a lot of these seemingly miraculous healings by these charlatan sure that's what i'm thinking yeah they they someone is held in bondage by satan or one of his emissaries and um you know this so-called it says it's an angel but i just don't believe it's one of god's angels to do something like that sure. that's just very cruel to uh they just look at me can you imagine how much heartbreak Every time this happened, so I was almost in. I was almost the first one in. How did the people even know this guy was going to be showing up, this angel person? Who knows? I mean, the calendar they, somewhere? Or? No, they, they can doggone sure tell you. Who? Like, the angels, they can appear. We have uh, Hebrews 13. I oh, mean. I understand that. I'm just wondering whether or not they made an announcement a couple of days ahead of time and people started to gather. That's a possibility. I don't know. I do know that it was, it certainly doesn't sound like anything God had signed off on. And as, as if to further prove that point, Jesus shows up. He doesn't need no angel to trouble the waters. He heals this man. So the rest of these people were waiting on what I would suggest was a satanic event to heal them. And then Jesus comes. And probably... Everyone around there was like bowled over, like, good day, this guy, he was never going to get healed. And he did it, did it even on the Sabbath. Of course, the Pharisees, they don't like that. So, yeah, you read the study of the Bible, Jesus only healed on the Sabbath. Is that it? You can't find no other place. The, the prominent, you know, occurrences <laughs> on the Sabbath, you know, it's, it's certainly talked about. It says he went about and healing and casting out devils. Um, maybe it is always on the Sabbath. Well, isn't it strange Something that I haven't studied. The hierarchy of the, uh, you know, the theocracy of the Jewish people, they would allow people to sit around and get healed about going in the water, but they... Condemn Jesus for yeah, any anything the that anything to pull glory away from God, yeah. and um, yeah, they they were all about that because they they could have stopped that. That the you know the so Christ calls them hypocrites. Yeah, 
And they were hypocrites, and we have them today. And let's talk about this today. Okay, Amos 3 and 7, God will do nothing except he tell it ahead of time through his prophets. So Satan's got to have some prophets. Who are Satan's prophets, or what serves as the devil's prophets? I would submit Hollywood, uh, the mainstream media, um, soothsayers, mediums, people like that. Um, the uh, airwaves, basically. The Bible says Satan is the prince of the power of the air. Um, I say he's the prince of the power of the airwaves. You know. So uh, he uh, has a worldwide network of radio, TV to get him across to people, to get him what he wants, to get him what he feels like he needs. Those are his prophets. So how does how does he do this? Well, he's been doing it in different ways. Episodes of The Simpsons will foreshadow something he's going to do. Episodes of uh, that guy show Family Guy. We've talked in this study about this deck of cards that uh, came out in 1994. It's got two skyscraper towers and one of them getting blown in half right in the center. And it says, uh, Terrorist Nuke. Um, and, and it's interesting on those twin towers coming down that way. And they claim it was the jet fuel that did it. Well, somebody asked a pretty good question. At least I thought it was pretty good. How is, uh, Kerosene, jet fuel's real purified kerosene. How is jet fuel going to get hot enough to melt steel I-beams, except it doesn't melt the engine off the plane, which is made out of largely steel and aluminum parts and so forth. Yeah, I mean, so no, they had uh, thermite charges set up there. And... Um, didn't they say they had a lot of workers working in those towers? The people actually worked in them office spaces, seen all sorts of activity going on that seemed to be out of the norm. You know, people, contractors coming in there for weeks on end, probably setting those charges. Uh, yeah, yeah. there were some survivors that said, yeah, that was pretty weird. I read something about that one time. Yeah, but, you know, when that news comes out, they sweep it away. And, and they have some help, too. They have some help with what I call the don't tell me what's in my hot dog crowd. And they they see something like that and they will dismiss it quickly out of hand and just jerk their neck in another direction uh, because it's too hard to believe, too hard to fathom, too hard to accept. A uh, guy that we like a lot comes and shoots with us sometimes. I uh, haven't been here in a while, but um, he was talking about those balloons getting shot down. He said, this must just be some kind of a distraction. Yeah, I said, it's an, a distraction to get people's mind off, among other things, that train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. Um, and then I said, look at this, Charlie. Look at this. There's a movie that came out in 2022 and it was set in Northeast Ohio, 
And the whole theme of the movie was a train derails, spills this horribly toxic chemical. It explodes. There's a black mushroom cloud in the sky. The name of that movie is White Noise. Look up White Noise. It was on Netflix. It's kind of uh, set up as a comedy. Like they try to, everybody's told to flee the area. And it becomes a comedy of errors as people get in each other's way and different things happen. But they're telling you there. Guess what? We're going to uh, blow up a train here. There were citizens of that little town, East Palestine, Ohio. Citizens of that town who were extras in that movie. Did you know this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, when, when my friend saw that, and I'm just imagining his face, as he's looking at his Facebook page, and he sees this, and I'm sure he clicked the trailer for the movie. How about them bears? They doing pretty good? Oh, that's football season's over with. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I don't want to know what's in my hot dog. So there's plenty of help just from human nature alone that will cast aside the truth because the truth is too hard to take. As Jack Nicholson said. You can't handle the truth. And he's right. That whole movie, if you ask me, he was the one in the right. You know? That was a great speech he gave. I think I never saw that movie. But uh, one thing that you said a while ago that made me think. Okay, suppose that the deep state is going to cause this attack on on New York. Okay. Now, if they want to blow that building up, they have to have some external reason to explain why they fell. So, fly, couldn't they actually hire real terrorists to do that? They could. I think they projected those planes. I know, but there. I mean, there's not a real airplane. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. They and they just made a fire inside. Yes, the and they set charges to make the the wing shape of the yeah, plane that, that hit. Crazy. Well, it just didn't didn't happen like it. You should have seen one camera shot which they're mopping that one up every time they find it online, but they'll never get all the toothpaste back in the tube. The nose cone of the airliner comes out the other side of the building. Which is intact. Not possible. No. And a seasoned commercial airline pilot who is an instructor now, and had for, he may be retired, but now he probably is, but they were showing real-time the aircraft, this is a 737, coming in, it does a little winged thing like that. And the speed, he said, this aircraft can't fly that fast at that altitude. The air's too thick. It's not made to do that. That maneuver at that altitude would have probably swerved the plane way off course. Now, they've been able to project planes in the air. We've talked about it in this Bible study. They've been able to do that for a long time. And the idea is to make it look like we've got you know, a hundred bombers overhead when we got 10. Or you don't have to have any. Um, that technology's been around for a while, but uh, the uh, Building 7, you know, building World Trade Center 7, it completely collapses. All there was was a small fire on the top floor, and it just goes straight down. I remember Dan Rather said, he was reporting live, 
He said, that looks like a controlled demolition, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. And he was right. Well, I remember back when it happened, uh, the reporter was standing here in a building a distance from and, and reporting that Building 7 had fallen and it hadn't fallen yet. Yeah. I remember the tape very well. Yeah, there was a lot messed up about that. And that Illuminati card game, 1994, had the Pentagon. There was a card in it called the Pentagon, a big fire in the Pentagon. No, it wasn't a flame. No, there was no pieces of... Or something that, or there was, it was probably just a bomb. Yeah. But they, you know, I know we kind of harp on this, and we probably talked about it last week, but these um, entities with people, you know, I say entities because they're not human in some, in some cases. They need their profits. Satan needs his profits. He wants to tell you ahead of time what he's going to do. And so the movie White Noise is the train. And maybe some of those people don't even realize they're 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 in the being pawns and they divulge what they know yeah. and incidentally, you know. Sure, yeah. So what is their objective? Um, they're going to spoil a lot of farmland there. They're t- attacking our nation's food supply burning food distribution centers, burning up a poultry poultry uh, center, yeah, farms, just anything they can do to essentially decide they're going to starve people. Now, we around here, we don't, well, we're not worried about that. You know, we can take care of ourselves. We can, but what about when the people who can't take care of themselves start coming this way? Well, that's, the devil would be all, all about that. He would like that. He likes... Anything has to do with stealing and killing and destroying. So, the, I've looked at if you look at the map, they're all the way down, all the way to the Mississippi, all the way to New Orleans. That's right down where the Madrid Fault is. Yeah. It might yeah. cause people to move out from that area. Yeah. Before the quake really hits. Who knows? Uh, God does. But let's look at. Uh, Daniel chapter 2. Now we know from Genesis 6 that the fallen angels procreated with mankind and had offspring that were called giants in the King James, Nephilim, the Hebrew. They could do a lot of things. They could do things like build these pyramids, you know, while foolish man is sitting around trying to decide how the Egyptians built the pyramids, the Egyptians used the pyramids. They showed up there and thought these were just the greatest things that ever had been made. And, you know, as far as structures built by, you know, human or semi-human hands, I guess those were. Um, because once you get inside them, there was, they didn't have a lot of Egyptian carvings or anything. You know, you got something that's built using stones, single stones as heavy as 90 tons that come from hundreds of miles up the river. Uh, something's, this ain't going to happen. Well, look at Petra. Yeah, that's carved out in stone. That's pretty interesting. The rooms are so big, guys can fit right in there just easy. Yeah. Well, um, the flood killed off 
these Nephilim. But it says in Genesis 6 that they were in the earth in those days and also afterward. You did have giants after the flood, right? You know, uh, the giant uh, that Goliath, Goliath uh, David killed. Um, Og of Bashan, giant. They might have been stupid giants by then, though. Maybe so. Stupid? They, well, well those, not, not, not intelligent enough to build pyramids, you know. Yeah. Where'd they come from again? I think they another couple of big angels from no, Well, another another fallen angels could come. To, you know, the, no, they didn't all do it initially, so there are still fallen angels. Um, how do we know? Well, Daniel, the initial Daniel, ones was two hundred, according to Enoch. If you, it's been a while since I read that. Yeah. Um, who's this prince of the power of Persia? We hear of in Daniel ten. Um, resisting the angel to bring Daniel's uh, prayer. Was that for two weeks, wasn't it? Something like that. 21 days. 21 three days. weeks. So where'd he come from? He wasn't destroyed. These fallen angels are still out there. Daniel 2.43, this is Nebuchadnezzar's um, statue he saw in his dream. And this was the miry clay and, and iron and the toes of this um, statue. Verse 42 says, as, And as the toes of the feet were part of iron and part of clay, so the kingdom shall be partly strong and partly broken. And whereas thou sawest iron mixed with miry clay, they shall mangle themselves with the seed of men, but they shall not cleave one to another, even as iron is not mixed with clay. The first time they came, they cleaved to the women. Yeah. This time, they don't cleave. Well, it's been going on, apparently. And uh, some of the later translations try to polish that verse 43 up a little bit, trying to make, make it say something it really doesn't. This we have in the King James is, is, from what I could tell, the most direct interpretation of the original language here. But they, who are the they? Mingle themselves with the seed of men, but they shall not cleave one to another. Well, they're going to mingle themselves yet again with men's offspring. And... So here they are. They're out there. That train that went by a video camera 20 miles before it got to East Palestine, one of those rail cars was on fire. The axles, the whole uh, front trolley set of wheels was blazing. Did anybody see that? Is that a brake fire? Yeah. Yeah, uh, but you know... We, we got to realize what we're up against. I don't mean to do the tinfoil hat thing, but, um, you know, the, um, the truth is less convenient than you wish it were. The Bible doesn't waste ink on things that are not true. 
we're told in the Word of God these things existed in Genesis 6. They were out there and also afterward, it says. We don't have to turn there. If somebody's listening to the podcast, they want to turn to Genesis 6, read it. It said they were in the earth in those days and also afterward. This, as we said before, this is why I don't believe that the Greeks made up those gods. They saw these characters. And there are other cultures that talked about extremely powerful individuals. You know, the old Viking culture talked about Odin. And they feel like he's the god that they need to, uh, you know, hearken unto. Um, That's just one example of several others you could give. Uh, what's the objective? There's a a Latin phrase called qui bono. I think we talked about that last week before the study. Who benefits? Who benefits from this thing? That's a good question because this this rail accident I'm talking about. It's now the EPA finally showed up 13 days after the whole thing went down. We talk about hypocrisy, hypocrites. Um, you know when this when that mushroom cloud of black poison rising looked like a mile or more into the air. Where was uh, Al Gore, Greta Thunberg? Where were all the environmentalist wacko hand wringers? Well, they were nowhere to be found. Um, Norfolk Southern turns out the main stockholders are these oligarchs. This, this BlackRock and I think the Golden, Goldman Sachs. These controllers of the world economy and the State money. State Street was another one. State Street. Was the owner in Norfolk Southern? Yeah. There was a list on the net that showed the top 20 stockholders in Norfolk Southern. Yeah. <clears throat> well, Norfolk Southern had people going around up there said, we'll check your environmental quality in your house. We'll check your air quality. And they go in, they do a push a button or two and wave something around. Oh, you're fine. You're clear. Out. They charge, they charge the people for that, too. I don't know. Uh, I don't <coughs> they charge know. the local government a they, bunch they, of money they, to do that. Well, the, you was, know, when you step back and look at things objectively, you kept stepping back and trying to realize what's going on. This spiritual battle between God and Satan. Right this is, Yeah, that's what it's all about. The spiritual you know, warfare is what I have on my notes. This is what's going on. Mm-hmm. And, you don't wrestle against flesh and that's blood. That's right, Ephesians 6. Got that on here, too. They're all, already telling people, do not settle with the right. Norfolk and Southern. Right. You know, so you don't sue them. Norfolk Southern right now is a pawn of these oligarchs. They're just doing what they're being told to do. And one of the first things they were told to do is you get that railway open right now. You get in there, you get that junk off the tracks, you check the tracks out and get the trains rolling, right? That's That was their top priority because that's how they're turning that money. That's why Chairman Biden was told by his handlers to stop the completion of the Keystone Pipeline because 
Well, if that gets done, look at all the money that's going to take off of our trains. Look at all the profit that's not going to be going to us. It's going to be going to whomever owns that pipeline. Uh, they're not worried about the environment. The pipelines are much safer for transporting oil and fuel. Yeah, there's accidents occasionally, but I learned that the average number of derail incidents in America per day is three and a half. You don't hear that much about it because normally it's not a big deal. This company comes in, puts the train back on the track, and goes on. So de, uh, derailed trains is just a thing, you know, and you're going to have that. Look at the accidents you have cars on the highway. You're going to have trains derail. But something unique about this thing, in East Palestine and Steen, they say Steen, and it's spelled Stein. I guess they don't want to be confused with the, that bunch of characters over in the Middle East. Um, is that... Real northeast Ohio? Northeast, right next to the Pennsylvania border. It looks to me like whoever, whatever, if it's an act of God or if it was something that Putin did by hand, you know, boots on the ground here in America, it looks to me like what happened to that train the cabal is not happy about. At first, it looked like, oh, I just want to ruin the farmland, and that has been speculated. But they didn't want to talk about it on the news. It They just wanted to divert. And that's when all of the shooting down the weather balloons started. Did they shoot any down? I don't know. They might have. But, they oh, it's an unidentified aircraft. Uh, hex, octagonal in shape over Lake Huron. Quick, send an F-16 to get it. Hey, we shot it down. It was a UFO. No, it wasn't. Look, if they, if they got technology, if it's a real alien technology that can put itself into space and come through our atmosphere and drop in on us down here, you think we're going to shoot it down with our primitive technology comparatively? That'd be like blowing an F-22 out of the sky with a Civil War cannon. It is not going to happen. But that's what they wanted us to believe. They wanted everybody looking at that. Well, don't look at this train wreck over here. And we can't leave this railroad <clears throat> tied up. And we're going to knock this junk out of the way and burn this stuff off. And we're going to get the trains rolling again. What about the big bar in Florida right now? Plastic plant. Yeah. Is that something that the cabal doesn't want? Because I'm starting to think that the train crash in East Palestine, Ohio, may have been something they didn't want because they tried to black it out on the news. They weren't successful. Twitter continues to be just a well, they made the movie just months before and used some of the people from Palestine. Yeah, that's what, yeah that's what I said earlier. They did. <clears throat> These things are coming out on Twitter. One guy, Nick Sotor, S-O-T-O-R, he's on Twitter. He's kind of a local reporter kind of guy. He said, I will go to East Palestine since nobody else is 
and report on this if you all think I should. And I, among others, said, well, if you feel safe doing it, do it. And he did. And he got up there and he starts interviewing people that live there and avoiding the authorities so they don't try to arrest him. Or They arrested a reporter up there. He ends up on Tucker Carlson uh, last night. And, you know, telling what's going on. They were showing today, again, this is on Twitter. You're not seeing it on news channels. They're not letting their, you know, the cabal apparently has lost control of Twitter. I, I have to believe that. And I don't think it was their intent. I don't think it was the cabal's intent to let Musk get his hands on Twitter and change it. You know, I, I think that perhaps you might even say was an act of God. You'll say, oh, Elon Musk is a deep stater. I don't know. So he went over there to that uh, World Government Forum in uh, Dubai or wherever it was. And he did. But did you see what he said when he got up there to talk? He told him. He said, world government's a bad idea. You don't need everybody under one head. You don't need that. Look what happened with the Roman Empire when they collapsed. They began collapsing from within. If they'd been the only power, how might that have gone? But the uh, Islam, Muslims, were aside from them. And that was their time to shine. You know, Islam, uh, they're following false god, but they they did good things uh, as far as science and things like that, I think, for the most part. He pointed that out to them. So he didn't tell them what they wanted to hear, which I was glad to see. So, uh, you know, the thing I sit here and think about is my, it says, my spirit shall not always strive with men. And these things are written that you will know when you see this stuff beginning to take place, look up for your redemption, draw nigh. So all this little bickering going on around the world and the World Economic Forum and all that sort of thing and the implementation, these things are written and you'll know. So just sit back and watch this parade take place. Persevere to the end. Fight the good fight. Don't compromise in your belief system. No matter who tries to stick this mark of the beast on you or whatever, social credit scores and all that BS. Just sit back and just be grateful that we're on the right team. That's the way I look uh, at it. And rest, that's right. Rest in, in, in the power of God and, and in the comfort of Christ and, and in the knowledge. Yeah, we're not given over to a spirit of fear, right? Well, it's love and power and a sound mind. <clears throat> I'm not too sure about my sound mind anymore. <laughs> but. So, um, okay, so this is going on, a huge revival in Kentucky, so big people are coming from all over. It just keeps going 24-7. And um, where in Kentucky is it? It's called uh, Wilmore, Kentucky, W-I-L-M-O-R-E, uh, Asbury University. Okay. They didn't plan it. You know, uh, they didn't say, come to our revival like you so often see. It just does seem like something God did that was real. I have, you know, there have been some really sharp individuals watching what's taking place there and they say it's legit it's not a todd bentley uh drop kick the pastor thing that guy was demon act i mean he was full of devils and you know that went on for a while that was down in i think lakeland florida a few years ago mm-hmm. uh 
2 Corinthians chapter 4. Um, just wanted to use this verse to kind of springboard off of. Um, 2 Corinthians 4. Um, I'm going to start at the beginning so the context is good. Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we faint not, but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost." in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. We keep seeing these people. Um, they've been blinded. Some have been turned over to a reprobate mind. The gospel is hidden from those who are lost. Uh, we've talked about how you come to Christ. There's several verses you could piece together. They're the kind of verses that Calvinists misconstrue. But Jesus did, in fact, say, No one comes to me except the Father who sent me draw them. Now, why does God draw a certain person? and not this other person. God watches the heart. God tries the reins we see in uh, Isaiah. I think it is. But the, you know, the gift of salvation has appeared to all men. It's appeared, but you have to respond. Yes. But um, King David, when he was a boy, uh, it said it was. They were thinking they should choose Saul, not David. No, God has rejected the taller fellow. He says, "I look on the heart." I think it's First Samuel sixteen. God looks on the heart. <coughs> so He looks on the heart of a person, and if they do the right thing. And I watched a fellow today come out of a food line, and uh, he pushing a, the cart over and just had an old beat up Dodge truck. It's pretty rough. He put his groceries in carefully. Got in his 70s, I would say. And he was being real careful not to let the uh, shopping cart hit this fairly late model Honda <coughs> Pilot sitting there. And he made sure it didn't hit that car. When he was finished with it, he took it and pushed it all the way down and put it in the rack where it was supposed to go. And went back, got in his truck, and drove away. God sees these sorts of things. 
You know, a lot of people wouldn't care if they hit someone else's car. A lot of people would think, yeah, it must be nice to have a brand new car. It'd be a shame if something banged into it and do it on purpose because they're jealous. They leave shopping carts wherever in the parking lot. They just leave them out there. Um, they don't care. God sees this. Acts of kindness toward your fellow man are something that I believe gets the attention of the Lord in a good way. God will draw certain ones to himself. He will draw them through Jesus Christ. We see people every day that are not going to be in that group. And you've got to deal with them. And, you know, I think it's fair enough to pray for them, but you need to realize at the same time you may be praying for someone that the Lord has already given over to a reprobate mind. Did Vladimir Putin or someone who is an enemy of the cabal sabotage that train? Did God himself do it? Well, he certainly allowed it, whether he did it or not. I think you ought to back up and see who made that movie and who sponsored the movie and who put them up to even make the movie. That's interesting. And then you find out a lot. Yeah, well, say You find out too much and you're going to wind up sleeping with the fishes. They'll they'll whack you. These people. Would you be afraid of that? No, I'm not afraid of that. If you don't sleep with the fishes, you go in the presence of the Lord. No, I, it's a figure of speech. I know. A lot of people in the Hudson River there with cinder blocks wrapped around them. Um, yeah, I think I think it's fair to ask, you know, who was behind the making of this movie. And um, it does appear to be something like the cabal would do. I just, and maybe they did derail this train and did create this mess. The only thing that makes me wonder the other way is why were they wanting to keep it off the news when they create a diversion a sideshow or diversion they want well they want their event whether it's a school shooting or you know quote unquote terrorist attack you know uh, they want that front and center nothing but that on the news this was different this is different, and I don't know what the truth is, but we should pray that God will shine his light into this entire mess. There are other things they're wanting to distract from. There are uh, FBI agents that have... Uh... Sorry. What? <laughs> oh, okay. That have come to Congress, and, and they're just telling it. And this is, you know, we've been quiet about it we're not going to be quiet anymore about election tinkering framing people and so on there's even a commandment that talks about that very thing thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor yeah that's a a command man that's important well there are angels among us some of them good some of them not good you know, uh, 
God's angels outnumber them two to one. If we belong to Christ, he will protect us. But we should not be afraid to look at some of this stuff and try to consider what is being done and why. Um, you know, no one would have thought anything about that silly movie until this happens. And then we have questions. And we have questions. And I agree. We need to find out who was behind the making of that thing. What was the name of that white noise? White noise. It was a novel written in 1985 by this Don Lillo, L-I-L-L-O. So it's been out there. And I think in the novel it was set in that same area. There are a lot of strange things. It makes us think, goodness, we're living in a matrix. Well, we've talked about the... Uh, Why did they pick white and not black? I don't know. If you read the novel, it might... You know, usually you hear white noise. It's just like background noise. It's just something to drown something else out. Distract. Yeah. And so there it is. It's Maybe that's the distraction. And they're doing something else. A distraction within a distraction. Um, I don't claim to have the answers. I know the one who does have the answers. And I know that we hide ourselves in Christ. We're 10 feet tall and bulletproof, as I say. Still, look at this mess. Look what's going on. To me, this ought to draw people to the Lord. And that might be part of what's behind that revival in Kentucky. A lot of folks have seen this and realize that this was foreshadowed, foretold in a movie a year ago. Um, That's a troubling thing. It's a troubling thing to consider. There are so many examples of this too. Satan's minions, Satan's, he's got his prophets and he's going to tell you what he's going to do ahead of time too just so he can be like God. You know, you think about the fiat dollar and how much money they print all the time back by nothing. <clears throat> so many foreign countries don't want anything more to do with this so-called petrodollar. You know, so that's how they're going to implement this mark of the beast and this fiat, this cryptocurrency and all that kind of happy horse crap. Yeah. It's really interesting to see all these different tentacles coming together and knowledge would be greatly increased. Wars and rumors of wars. And we're talking about earthquakes getting more frequent, more intense. I mean, how many more signs do we need? I, uh, said we don't. The end is not yet. Right, but you'll see all these things, but the end is not yet. Right. When the season's upon us. Right. Well, uh, I just had this all on my mind and wanted to talk about it. And if the study was a bit disjointed here and there, uh, I apologize. uh, I'd like to box this up a little bit more neatly than I've been able to do. I'm still trying to decide what the truth about this thing is, this train derailment and environmental disaster, which some say could even get water could come down this far to where we are. I don't think God will allow that, but we'll see. Um, 
the DeMar Hamlin thing. Very, very strange. He did, whoever's, he or whoever's pretending to be him, put on Twitter, I was talking to my parents and I need to apologize for that jacket that I wore. I didn't mean for it to be insulting or hurtful to anybody. He said, I just looked at it like abstract art. Did you all see that thing? That was the most satanic thing you ever looked at in your life. Didn't he have a tattoo of the real DeMar? And the other guy didn't. They, yeah, there's there's at least one body double. And their ears are different. Yeah, that's And a speech me. impediment of some sort. He had like an overbite or something like that. That's why yeah. he wore a mask. But he uh, he was, and I don't know if he's alive. I still don't think he probably is. But I hope he is. I do too because I think he's a fine young man. I watched some old videos where he was on YouTube just to compare how he talked. Now they have the voice down, but what they don't have down is his mannerisms. Uh, that and he's he wasn't an eloquent speaker. He was just a regular guy. And they got that guy that came out in two of those TV appearances talking way above what DeMar would have, using words that it, are the kind of words you wouldn't think he would have used. I mean, we've all got our favorite words, our vocabulary. You know, DeMar didn't talk like the one that they had in that locker room scene two different times. Very strange, folks. Um, we're getting messed with. They're they're sure trying their best to. And um, Dan, there's uh, a little bit further on in Second Corinthians four. Uh-huh. There's a passage there that I think sums up what you were saying just a few minutes ago, starting at uh, verse eight. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made <clears throat> manifest in our body. Good one. Good. Mm-hmm. I, I thank you. The Lord must put that right there on your heart because that does put some handles on everything tonight. We are perplexed. We are sometimes seemingly surrounded by evil and we're cast down, but we're not destroyed. He's going to hold us up with his righteous right hand. I just want to know what's going on. God may <coughs> decide he doesn't want me to know what's going on. He might say you can't handle the truth. <laughs> but so the greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. That's right, and you will always be an enemy of the devil. You'll always be an enemy of the devil. He doesn't want anything to do with you. He'd like to destroy you. And the only way he can get a swipe at you is if you act in such a way that the Lord decides to allow it. You know, we've got the example of Job and even Peter. Take you out of the woodshed. Yeah. Well, want to close? Ray, I'll have you close us. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you that we can meet again, be in your presence, dear God. We thank you for the blessings that you gave us this week. 
for Judy to come through fine. Yes. Dear God, I pray that you bless the people in, in Ohio that need help. Yes, Lord. And put an end and a stop to all this misery and pain. For you're greater than the powers that be, our enemy, dear God. Yes, Principalities Lord. and powers that are yes, fighting against us. Dear God, put a stop to most of all of this stupidity. Dear God, be with us the rest of this week until we meet again. And we give you all the honor and praise that we can in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Good.